0: Welcome to another episode of Put in Work. This is the show where we talk to millennials about growth in leadership, personal development, growth in business, marketing, sales, the whole works. We're going to give you practical steps on how you can take your business, your life to the next level. My name is Mark Rankin. And I'm Louis Guaman, And today we're sitting down with the man himself, Mark Anthony Phillips. He is a managing director and co-founder of Trade, and today he's actually going to lay it on us. He's going to give us the nuggets, all the tips and tricks of how he got to the next level, how he took himself from, you know, young man coming up to managing director and co-founder. Wow. Mark, first of all, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank and um, talk to us a little bit about what you do in a day-to-day. Um, Well, first, thank you for that awesome intro.
1: Um, It definitely sounds a lot cooler when someone else does it. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, uh, wow, my day to day uh, consists of many things. So, first and foremost, I'm a father. uh, Oh, nice! And I have a three-year-old daughter. She's the most important thing in the world to me. Phenomenal. So, everything I do is for her. Yeah. uh, First and foremost, Um, but uh, in addition to uh, being a co-founder at um, and managing director at Transat Trade. Mm. Um, I also own uh, another business, uh, Mission Critical Solutions, and with Mission Critical Solutions, um, I contract with a company called Techscape Incorporated. Mm -hmm. Um, They are, uh, we are a um, network engineering, uh, system engineering collaboration, um, IT services technology firm. Mm -hmm. Um, So uh, that is my primary source of income along with my entrepreneurial efforts, um, Mm -hmm. uh, my side hustle, if you will. Nice. um, That's just been really growing um, and doing some really big, so we're doing some really cool things with, with Um But again, with, uh, my, my, what I do when I wake up is shower uh, <laughs> first. Very important. That's great. Uh, yeah. I, I, I think we can all appreciate that hygiene's uh, important. Yeah. Um, and uh, then I, I, if I hadn't done it um, the weekend before um, or the night before, mm-hmm. um, I go into the office. I try to get there about an hour early. Um, What's and, an hour early? Um, Technically, I'm supposed to be there by nine, so I'll try. Yeah. I'll try to get in by, by eight. Wow. Um, and um, I, I live about an hour away, so um, you know I'm usually up between five thirty and six daily. Nice. Um, and I plan my day. Uh, again, if I hadn't already done it the weekend and or uh, night before, mm-hmm. um, you know it's it's it takes some time to plan out your day, and you really don't want to waste too much time in the morning um, doing that. Okay. Um, you'd rather just wake up and just get right into it. Sure. Just get it going.
2: Sure. So, Mark, we were speaking a little bit before the show started uh, in terms of your leadership and you know your employees that you have going on. And so, it takes a lot to be able to really mentor somebody, really push someone in the right direction, and pull them with you. You know, and th- there's a lot of hard conversations. You were just telling me a little bit about the hard conversations you were having today. It's pretty <laughs> legit. I've had a ton. Marcus had a ton, and they're really important. But now, why don't you just tell us a little bit about your story? You know, because having that ability to do that. Can't do that out of the gates. You got sure. to learn how to do that. So tell us your story a little bit from the beginnings to where you where you're at right now.
1: Sure. Wow. That's I don't know if we have enough time today. I <laughs> know. But, uh, <No. laughs> but uh, um, so I I'll try to give you a a, a, short, a relatively short version. So I grew up. Um, uh, my grandparents raised me, and um, I was effectively the the baby boy. Mm-hmm. Uh, my dad had a um, used appliance and moving business. Okay. And um, I grew up um, really working hard. I had calluses on my hand before the age of nine. Nice. Uh, and uh, so manual labor and and actually just getting it done um, to achieve the common goal of, of obviously income as much as you possibly can right. um, has always been um, kind of uh, my pedigree, if you will. Mm. And so uh, my my father the the art the store the appliance store was in as we know it as the hood. Sure. Um, it wasn't in mo- one of the most desirable places on. Um, in the city, and um, there was a situation with the secretary um, that that my mom made my dad fire secretary. Oh, who knows why? Um, I think we can all um, <laughs> uh, I think we can all speculate.
2: It's a few reasons possible.
1: Yeah, that. yeah, it could be anything, right? Uh-huh. Um, so um, you got to think about what, what we have here. So we have a, a an appliance business and we have a moving business. Um, those two businesses um, do they have one thing in common? Um, they are busy on the weekends. People go shopping for appliances on the weekends. Yeah. People also move on the weekends. Yeah. Um, so, if there's no one in the in the shop to to handle the customers, the, the incoming traffic oh. um, on the weekend, and he has a moving job, um, there's there's a, there's a problem there. Yeah. There's
2: right. a, so, it's a vacuum a hole. It's a hole. Yeah. So we, we
1: got we got to fill that in, right? So, um, I'm 11 years old, and my my dad is. I can see him actually trying to figure out who is going to stay in the shop while oh. and keep the shop open <laughs> while, while he drives the truck right. um, on the moving job. Um, so here I am, 11 years old. Uh, I was really, I, I, I had a growth spurt really late in life. Mm. Um, so I was really small mm. um, for a long wow. time. Gotcha. I was a hundred and maybe a hundred pounds soaking wet at the time oh wow i'm
0: still waiting for my group (laughs) (laughs) i'm just putting that out there yeah no listen just just
1: be patient it's it's coming it's coming yeah yeah, after 28 like yeah i mean hey fingers crossed right (laughs) (laughs) any moment it'll just hit yeah it just happens um so here i am and i i said listen dad um, i know this neighborhood i've been here my whole life um i got this i i know the process i understand what it takes to to to, to just hold down the fort. Mm. and At 11. I, at 11 years old. Right. Um, and uh, he, he said, okay. Um, so again, he had to drive the truck. No one else had um, a tractor trailer license. Sure, right. that, that, that So he had to go on a moving job. Um, so fast forward, uh, that day was literally the first day that I knew I was gonna be in sales. That I knew that I was destined to, to be <laughs> um, in front of somebody and mm-hmm. always helping them under, uh, communic- communicating um, the common goal of, um, uh, or solution providing, if right, you will. Right, right. Um, and so I sold, um, two sets, a washer and a dryer <laughs> and a refrigerator <laughs> stove, um, at 11 years old. <laughs> That's great. <Wow. laughs> I love that. Uh, I love uh, that. so, so my dad comes back, he goes, how was your day? And, um, I hand him two receipts. So I said, well, we have two deliveries today. Um, and here's the cash, you know, 1500 bucks. And he's just like, wait what so he's like he's like my son (laughs) my son (laughs) exactly exactly
2: um so yeah yeah or simba rather foster simba they become the same in the end and that's fine right
1: um so um i stayed in my my dad made sure i came to work every Mm -hmm. saturday moving forward (laughs) Uh, with him And uh, that really got me kicked off, like I said. It really helped me develop my interpersonal communication skills, Mm -hmm. um, really helped me understand and respect the sales process, Mm -hmm. really helped me understand a lot about people um, on the consumer side um, and their needs. And uh, from there, um, I mean, again, the story can go a million different directions. Um, that, that, That in itself, though, was um the, the beginning
0: of time for me in the mm. business world though right okay fair enough and i bet that that taught you like a really good work ethic too it sure did you i know.
1: mean um it, you know when, when you're a kid you don't you don't necessarily think about work as work mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um you think about it as this is what we're doing
0: yeah yeah uh, this, you, is your life. So this is what's happening now yeah, yeah. It, it,
1: exactly so um it was cool for me um you know my my dad is um uh, hands down uh my my hero mm. hands wow. down my uh um, my best mentor that's great. Uh, many have come along the way but yeah mm-hmm. um, yeah he's uh just being by his side and um, being able to help
0: and grow with him mm-hmm. uh, was
1: awesome was awesome
0: so let me ask you a question so when you think of your upbringing like most kids on the weekends you're out playing that's their time off to get some video game in that's their time off to like just goof off sure you were working on the weekends and this was from an early age like how do you think that shaped you do you do you regret it do you feel like it is what gives you the drive that you have now or gave you the skills that you have now what how do you feel about that in retrospect um
1: just like i mentioned a moment ago it's not it wasn't a matter of of working Uh, Mm um i love my dad and i love spending time with him so um for me um i think that Initially, I looked at it as I'm spending time with my dad. Cool, uh, um, that's that, cool. That, yeah. yeah, that's, that's just kind of how I framed it in, yeah. my, in my head as a child, um, and there was nothing more important than that. Um, mm. You know, I spent uh, I see my friends. That's um, cool on the weekends. Yeah. So yeah. that that's just kind of how in my mind I looked at it. Yeah. Um, do I think it sh- framed me, pr- shaped me to who I am today? A hundred percent. I really got to understand. You know, so we. I went to a rural school, mm-hmm. and my dad, like I said, his shop was in the city, mm. um, about an hour away. Um, and so, uh, I was in. I played basketball. I played soccer. Um, and my dad can can never come to my games. Um, you know, the the, the shop mm-hmm. shop closed at five. Um, hour drive in the city, depending on if he had a customer in the shop, um, or if he had a late moving job. Uh, just the logistics of him making it to um, any of my games was just not not good. Yeah. Um, so. Uh, it went by going to work with him, it helped me understand mm-hmm. why I had why he was able to provide me with brand new Jordans, why he was mm-hmm. able to give me my cleats I needed for mm-hmm. soccer. Mm-hmm. Um, and, but also why, what he was doing mm-hmm. while he wasn't coming to my games. Mm-hmm. Right. right right So it wasn't a matter of my dad's a schmuck and he can't come to my games, yeah, it was just, and he was, or he doesn't want to. Mm-hmm. Um, my dad's out doing everything he possibly can mm-hmm. to make sure I have the ability to be involved in these sports and do these extracurricular activities. Um, and that's really what's more—that's more, almost more important. Um, it is more important mm-hmm. than, than him not coming. Wow! Um, uh, Helped me really understand uh, the value um, of what it is to provide for your family, mm-hmm. um, and what it—what it takes for a man to prioritize um, his <coughs> um, what's in, prioritize mm-hmm. what's important to him in life.
2: Yeah. yeah. Um,
1: and obviously, being able to provide for your family is much more important than being able to go to the games.
2: So, with that in mind, would you say your leadership style would be leading by example? Because essentially, that's exactly what you just described.
1: a hundred percent. That it, it's, it's sometimes challenging to lead by example because, especially when you're an entrepreneur, sometimes you yeah. you do have to, to, to cut some corners, mm-hmm. um, and you do have to just make things work. Right. Um, and you don't want to you don't want that to be the example. Um, you, you definitely want the example um, to be uh, very clean cut, yep. um, direct to the point. Yep. Um, yeah. Uh, and so, as, a, as an entrepreneur, uh, I think that uh, there's it has to be a balance. Um, and as a leader, uh, you make you have to make sure you define um, if you do have to cut corners, if you, and if uh-huh. you if you do have to make exceptions and, and get things done in an alternative way, mm-hmm. um, you definitely have to make sure you can explain that um, the reasons of why I did this, um, mm-hmm. what what the outcome's going to be, um, because I did this, uh-huh. um, and and what what the reason.
2: Yeah, yeah, that—that that is, I could talk about that forever. <laughs> I could talk legit about that forever, because right. I mean, everyone has their own methodology. Everyone has their own kind of style for sure. leadership. Everyone has their own core values, right? Sure. But essentially, with you passing that on to somebody else, they have to understand where you're coming from. Right. Well, mm-hmm. you just explained with their father, right? And for growing up, that's why he couldn't be there. That's why you work so hard to some degree, right? Sure. That's wh- that's what leadership style you learned. Sure. So the same thing when you're actually passing that on to your um, employees or for anybody, you know, your team, uh, your entire team, they have to know where you're coming from and what the example is. So explaining why for every single thing, every single thing that you do, if you want to pass it along, if you're not doing that, then you're doing something wrong in your business.
0: That's exactly right. how I ran my
2: business when I had my people. It's the same exact thing. You agree?
0: Yeah, absolutely. Like. It makes it so much easier to actually follow the directors when you know why. Because it feels less like, you know, like somebody waving the finger at you. It's more of, oh, this makes perfect sense for the betterment of the company.
2: Or people would be like, wow, that sounds stupid. But it's like, but I guess I know why I should. All right, let's do it. So that,
0: so people just do that and they get the job done. Right. That's it. So you're another person, Mark, who you have... Your own company, but then you have a job at the same time, and you're balancing both. Talk to me about that that tightrope walk. Mm. Wow. So,
1: mm-hmm. I'm very passionate about um, solution providing and mm-hmm. interpersonal communication. Sure. Um, technology has been my vehicle um, to to do both of those at the same time. Mm-hmm. And the balancing act is only possible because of. Um, my partners that I that I have at transact trade mm-hmm. um, techscape requires um, almost all my attention yes um, second to my my daughter um, and um, it's a relatively uh, we provide high-level solutions um, enterprise solutions um, for sometimes complicated
2: um, well, when you say high level enterprise for our audience just to make sure like yeah. what, what, is, what is that what does that mean um so we're not just IT guys uh, <laughs> we're, we're not just a guy who's gonna
1: uh, come in! Oh, my mouse isn't working.
2: Uh-huh. Um, mm-hmm.
1: We we actually provide the infrastructure um, for the entire company. Um, we actually design and provide security for the entire company, um, and we also provide collaboration um, solutions, collaborations, phones, emails, um, instant messaging. Mm-hmm. We provide those solutions for massive and large companies um, on on a on a really big scale. Right. Um, so while at TechScape, we can provide a solution for as, as small of an office as, as ten people. Mm-hmm. Um, our solutions are really geared towards um, offices of 100 to 200 people or more. Okay. Um, so okay. Um, people say, "Well, are, are you a managed service provider? Um, are you do you just provide general IT services?" Right. Right. Yes, and yes, mm-hmm. um, but primarily we're really a network engineering firm. Okay. okay. Um, so, so we again, the, the majority of the people that at our firm are all engineers. Uh, okay. And the sales the sales, business development account management team, mm. um, we are um, the smallest component of, uh, okay. uh, of the smallest um, department, if you will, mm. um, in, the, in the company. Fair enough. Does that, that makes sense? No, yeah. it does. Yeah. Okay.
0: So when you say technology helps you to bridge the gap between the two entities, your personal firm and your day job, what does that mean?
1: So technology uh, dramatically helps you uh, bridge the gap. So. Um, uh, I think I'm mean, we'll actually take it back to, to yeah. what you said. Uh, how do I balance it too? Um, so my partners, uh, my partners, uh, both um, have been incredible um, and 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 pivotal um, for for Transact Trade to get off the ground mm-hmm. to where it's at right now. Sure. Um, and they're they are simply the answer on how I balance it too. Um, there are two of uh, my my primary partner um, who has majority equity stake. Uh, him and I share the majority equity stake. Um, him and I already own the business. We bought and sold a catering delivery service together. Nice. Um, years ago. So That's you've been great.
0: working together for a while. For a
1: while. Um, right. Yeah. Uh, in the in the entrepreneurial landscape. So yeah. um, obviously, hands down, trust him. Uh, we've already been there, done that. Um, literally, uh, bought and sold together. Um, uh, my my third partner um, is a really good good friend of mine. This is this is kind of you guys can appreciate this. Sure. Um, I, I have a feeling like some of these people. Um, will what will we'll be that for both of you. Sure. Um, so he has been my ride or die, like like go to. We bounce each so many ideas off each other for us yeah. um, in entrepreneurial spirit. Yeah. Hey Dan, man, I got this opportunity. Um, do you, you want to give it a shot? Yeah, Mark Anthony, let's go. <laughs> and, and like so, we that's happened with him maybe a handful of times yeah. um, over a period of a decade. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, he himself has actually. Um, he helped build uh, a business and sold the software the business produced okay um, so it was a no-brainer to, to call these two people um mm-hmm. say listen um I've, I've had this opportunity i've been running with it mm-hmm. i've been balancing it between um my job at TechScape, but it's, it's really grown mm-hmm. beyond me yeah i need some help guys mm-hmm. here's a business idea yeah um are you are you in yeah um that's a really summarized version of, <laughs> yeah. of course sure. yeah. yeah um uh, and uh, they said, yeah. So, short answer to your questions, I balance the two out on mm-hmm. my partners. Yeah. Um, and technology, now to the primary question um, te- technology bridges that gap because while I don't have to babysit and monitor them, mm-hmm. technology allows me, based on some of the systems and processes we have um, at Transat Trade, a lot of what we do, a lot of the communication mm-hmm. um, that we have with um, our network, our clients, our partners. Is done via WhatsApp, Telegram, and okay. obviously email. Yeah. Mm. Um, so even though, again, um, I, I'm not there, uh, yeah. I literally can see what's happening all day, every day, at sure. any point in time. Sure. Um, so that's how technology bridges the gap.
0: Phenomenal. So it's I'm, I'm getting two key points there because again, remember, like our show, less of motivation, you can do it. Da da da. Practical steps that people can take. So number one, you have a good team that backs you. You know, like, reliable, you don't have to micromanage, babysit, like you said. And then the second thing is, like, keeping in tight communication. That's exactly right. You know? So, and that's really, really important to me as as someone who runs a company and I'm working on multiple businesses with different teams. Like, the communication is, like, really, really important. And I, I know, for example, with our team here, like, we have the WhatsApp group. We're in constant communication. People are very responsive messages because it's one thing to have the infrastructure but if people are not you know responding to slack messages or whatsapp messages it really doesn't make sense sure so you're saying like having a super tight team and having the communication going is like can you think of anything else that really helps you to be at your optimal for like both um roles um sales (laughs) period uh uh closing business would Um. you say that you're
1: great (laughs) love that
2: are you great at sales now
1: uh, great um, is a matter of opinion. Um, it's, it's hard to gauge mm-hmm. um, uh, because, listen, I think I'm good. Okay. Um, there's always room for improvement. Absolutely. Um, okay. No matter, no matter what, what you're doing and where you're at. Yeah. Um, I think one of the most challenging things that that we all have um, throughout the business throughout the course of a day mm. is time management. Mm-hmm. Um, you really got to be careful with your time. Sure. Um, how you spend it, where you spend it, and who you spend it with. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I think that. Um, because of my background, um, and diversity in sales that I know how to communicate, Mm -hmm. um, to, um, multiple, um, different audiences. Um, and depending on what the product or service um, I, I'm, I'm pretty decent at helping people understand why the solution is what, what it is
2: to relate to their needs, specifically to your service, how it relates to them, to the solution really quick on sales. So, uh, if you're definitely running a team of people confident enough to say, "Okay, I'm going to teach you," in my book, to your degree, you feel like you're great at sales, which is good. I would think that you're great. I'm, I love the conversations we've been having before this on air right now. Right now, thank you. In terms of getting, <laughs> in terms of how to do so, um, I mean, what do you think was really the turning point from going from your dad's shop to becoming great? At sales, what was the turning um, point for you? Yeah, I can
1: tell you. Uh, so, I was um, also I have a along with my professional uh, resume. Um, I also have a restaurant and bar resume that w- that worked in nice. synchronicity with uh, while I was doing both. So, mm-hmm. um, I was. Uh, uh, night kitchen manager at Hooters when I was eighteen years old. Nice. <laughs> um, at eighteen. <laughs> <laughs> all right. <laughs> all right. Um, uh, I was also at that same time uh, going to school, and then I was an op- I was uh, 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 open opening broiler at Don Pablo's, okay. and I was frontline prep chef at Outback, all at the same oh, wow. time. Oh wow! No all at the same time. All at the same wow. time. And um, there's one phone call I got that that literally. Put me into um, the professional world. Um, I had a call from my, my buddy of mine. His name's Nate, and he says, "What are you doing, man?" He goes, uh, "He goes, I, I know things are working, like, like you're awesome in the kitchen, and, yeah. and, and you think you 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 think that you like what you're doing." Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, but but you really need to be um, in the professional world, in a mm. professional setting. Like yeah. you, we, we like you should get. Um, at the time, he was working for an outsourcing firm. Sure. An outsourcing firm um, is a company that that does uh, different. Different things for other companies, right? right. Um, whether it be uh, tech support, uh, inside sales, customer service, right? Uh, and a plethora of other things. Mm-hmm. Um, and so he, at the time, he was working for this outsourcing firm. He said, Listen, I can get you a job. Okay. Um, this is back in 98, 99. Like, okay. And he's like, man, it's, it's uh, nine dollars an hour. And okay. Ba- ba- back then, um, you know, uh, I'm I'm a 19 year old kid. And, yeah. Uh, I'm still in school. $9 an hour and, and commission what's commission <laughs> <laughs> um, like, They're gonna pay me more to do the job that they hired me to do nice cool um, So that one phone call from Nate um, is literally what put me in the corporate world. That's and, awesome. Um, that got me on the phones Yeah, and um, I forget the guy's last name but His name is Jim uh-huh. and he really started telling me about customer-based selling mm-hmm. um, And the methodology behind customer-based selling mm-hmm. um, when I started I grasped onto that <laughs> That that was the turning point when when I that 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 bridged the gap between working selling uh, working at Zach's Moving and Appliance mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> to to actually um, understanding uh, this uh, sales psychology. Okay, I yeah. mean it, it wasn't just a matter of I need this I need this product or service sell it to me. It wasn't a matter yeah. of you know, there, There's so much more in between. Yeah, there um, is um, that that I was able to understand um, and really grow uh, grow to learn to respect. Um, the, the sales process in
2: that way that is so intelligent right. um for customer-based selling right mm-hmm. so like you just said the psychology is so exactly just what they want emotionally logically and like everything in between right sure. not just it's exactly like you just not just okay you need a product so here it is uh this one's the lowest price so just get this one that's what everybody thinks sales is actually everybody's starting out rather right. mm-hmm. and that's why people are pushed back by it Rather, sure. you know, but more so it's really just an art form, really, of relating yourself in terms of how you could paint the picture for the customer. That's exactly right. And really how you can provide a solution for them. So that's that one more follow up question for sales, which is very important. Now, I've had my sales company, of course, I teach and I consult right now. And I've taught all different types of people, you know, women, foreigners, guys, girl, it doesn't matter, younger, older, right out of high school, you know, 40, 50 plus. Sure. Now, a big thing is that the stereotype for sales, one of them is that people who are women or people who look more nicer more nicer have an easier time in sales, especially in person-to-person because they're more approachable and whatnot, okay. which is very silly, okay? Um, but the opposite spectrum to that is bigger guys, okay? Bigger guys, which you are, okay? I don't know, maybe <laughs> it might sound not sound like that on uh, the podcast, on video, you know, obviously we're twins, not really. Um, how tall are you? 6'4". Uh, You're 6'4", so he's not that short. <laughs> so you're not that short. So what I'm getting at is that when, you Very are, tall. when, you're, approaching, <laughs> when you're approaching a customer um, right. and you even hear this at time over the phone because you feel what it is in person, but especially in person, that can be, you seem a little bit more daunting. You seem a little bit more just towering the person. A lot of guys who I've taught uh, have this problem of I'm coming off too aggressive. I'm trying not to be, but they, they can't. What did you do to get over that?
1: Um. Yeah, I'm, I am definitely much larger than the average man, um, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> I, I, I'm definitely uh, I have been aware of that for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, and I gauge myself, and, and we have to gauge ourselves mm-hmm. um, personally and professionally. We have to understand um, who we are, and th- and that that's the challenge, right? You mm. really got to take a take take a step back uh-huh. and say, okay, mm-hmm. um, what am I trying to accomplish? Mm-hmm. Okay, um, and how am I perceived? Because you, while you think that you are one thing, you are your reality to someone else is completely different absolutely. Right. Um, so uh, more specifically um, me being 64 uh, nine times out of 10 I am the, the biggest person in the room yeah um, So when I'm around someone who I'm engaging in a face-to-face conversation mm. with someone who's let's just say small shorter than 510.
2: Let's just say pretty short person. Um, what, I, what,
1: yeah. what I do is I back. I take a step back. Because mm. uh, I don't want to feel like I'm towering over that person, yeah. barking at them. Right. Um, so I take a step back, give mm-hmm. them give them their, their personal space and their space uh. bubble. I don't want to pop their space bubble. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah. Um, and I, I am gargarious. I am loud. Mm-hmm. Um, so I always try to make sure I idle myself. Okay. Um, uh, drink water, calm down, think about something pleasant, um, like fishing with my great grandmother when I was a kid. Mm. Um, that was just, like, it was so boring, but it was awesome because uh-huh. um, it was just nature. Very calming. Yeah. Very calming, so yeah. um, I just take take little, I do extra little exercises like that in my mind. Sure. Mm. Um, and uh, th- almost every time that, uh, you know, most of my relationships are, are created over the phone when mm. I'm doing just strictly biz dev. Sure. Um, and I think people can tell my ethnicity, they can tell, uh-huh. um, um, I'm uh, relatively an alpha male, uh-huh. um, so I don't think they're taken back too much mm-hmm. when they actually meet you yeah, in when person. They, when they actually meet me in person, right. um, uh, I don't think they expect me to be as big as I am. Uh- <laughs> uh, but uh, um, I think I think I think that's that's really the biggest surprise. Yeah, um, yeah, out of, out of anything. Yeah. yeah,
0: we we so a big thing about business development as opposed to just sales because sales is. You know you have your target audience and you run into that person either in person or over the phone or however you connect and you say here's my product and service can do you are you interested whatever but business development is a whole different animal you're like reaching out to other businesses and saying hey let's collaborate like this is why this would be good for you so it's a completely different mindset can you talk to me a little bit about this like um as someone who came through the sales route and now you're in a very senior role in terms of business development for um, your company, talk to me about, like, so for somebody who is say, I just got a promotion, I'm no longer on the sales floor, now I'm responsible for bringing in new business. Give us some practical steps, some stuff that this new um, person, guy or girl can do out the gate, getting ready, like for example, we spoke um before about preparing for a meeting. Sure. You know, talk to me a little bit about how you want prepare and what is the mindset shift.
1: So um you know you touched on a couple of different points there. Um uh preparing for a meeting is definitely definitely huge. Uh, but uh to preface that um any successful business development person um uh, that there's one thing that that they have to be able to do um, to, to do business development and be in front of people and that's be able to manage rejection. Mm-hmm. Um, Very uh, interesting. Uh, rejection.
2: Rejection.
1: Re- <laughs> rejection. Re- re- rejection, yeah. Yeah, it's... Um, listen, I, I, I'm pretty sure that um, none of us are asexual and we've um, at some point um, tried to have, uh, reach out for a partner or... Yeah. or, or <laughs> 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 I didn't know we were going to go there today. But, um, but in some capacity, we, we've all... Been rejected in our personal yeah. lives, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, hey, not yeah. At, well. In this day and age, it's more on a hey, swipe left, swipe right. right. Um. So, so we're actually all getting rejected.
2: Yeah. Every all, day.
1: Every day. Yeah. <laughs> right. Um, but so in the, in the in the business world, um, it can really uh, t- take a blow to your ego. Mm-hmm. Um, it can really demotivate you. Mm-hmm. Um, it can really get in the way of what your objective is and what mm-hmm. you're trying to do. Um, so that's 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 a that's an ugly reality um Mm that that people a business development executive or a person would have to really understand um and i just want to say that so yeah (laughs) rejection is is a big deal i take
2: it as like one of the biggest things that people a milestone that people need to go and respect not even get good at but just respect so then they would be able to move on to something great it's a milestone first Mark, what do you think about rejection? I could talk about it
0: forever, go ahead. Um, I think it's good for you. You know, it's very, very good for building character. Sure. You know, um, if your life was, oh my god, I graduated high school, I got into an Ivy League, and then I got my dream job, and then I, everything, just win after win. It's not, like, first of all, yeah. that's a dead, like, Very, very uninteresting story. Um, That's number one. And number two, you can't relate to a lot of people. Mm -hmm. I feel like the more rejection you get, the stronger your character becomes, Mm -hmm. and the more ways you find to go around these like different obstacles and like setbacks that you have and then you can relate to a lot more people mm-hmm. you sure. know you can relate to someone who is having a hard time finding a mate like mm-hmm. you like you mentioned before you can relate to someone who is having a, a very difficult time adjusting to a new job or a new career sure. you know so i just feel like it builds characters very very good for you sure yeah i yeah. uh,
2: agree i mean for rejection like if i may um being able to teach that and instill that into people of course you would have to go through it yourself first right sure. so yeah. i mean i've spent years uh within the sales company within owning my sales company and before that being involved with you know door-to-door sales mm-hmm. residential sales oh, there's business biz- that's biz- a lot biz- of rejection yeah <laughs> there's phone sales you know and i did that because i was not great at public speaking i was not yeah. great at being able to talk to people right, right? so you needed that experience and how much rejection that was on a daily basis is just so crazy. And just like you said, you know, for everybody goes through it, but not enough people respect it. Right. I'm using that language for a reason, you know, because essentially you can just go through it and be like, all right, this is something I have to do, this is something I need, but the same thing, the growing pains, think of any single person who is your hero, you know, who's not like associated with your family, or even if they are, that's fine, your hero, but also any successful person out there like Oprah, you know, there's, um, you know, the founder of Virgin, all these guys, you know, Robert Branson, Uh, And all these guys, they have massive amounts of rejection and just things not going well for them And they had to really follow through as to how they're gonna become a new version of themselves Mm -hmm. or learn Mm -hmm. from it And then they get something on top of that The reason why not many people have this kind of success is because they don't have that kind of rejection or respect
0: for it It's true, it's true And, And help me again with the mindset shift, the difference between being a salesperson and getting that because typically you start as a salesperson, then they move you up, and then you finally get to business development where you're bringing in new business. Help me with that. Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, is there a difference with yeah. the mindset?
1: Listen. So the, the mindset starts in believing in what what your product or service is. Um, it, it's that simple. If you're selling garbage, absolutely. if you're selling crap, then then you know what. Good, good luck try, yeah. trying to get over. Or well,
2: rather, that. if you if you think you're selling crap, to, to your what you said before, proving your mindset of your product and service. Is that what you mean?
1: Right. So so and what that translates into, you got to believe in what what, what your yeah. product or service is. That that that's the that's the antidote that mm-hmm. will help you get over mm-hmm. um, and solve that perception. You know. So with for, for me. Um, i'm so proud and happy to work with techscape yes um i'm so proud of what we do mm. um i'm so proud of the output of our solution mm-hmm. um that uh, even prior to this interview i said like, listen man i really want to talk about them sure yeah um and and that that's how much um passion i have um and belief i have mm. um in that in our service offering. yeah um same thing with transact trade um, I know that we're solving problems. Right. Um, I know that we're bridging the gap uh, yeah. to provide a really awesome solution. Yeah. Um, so when I get rejected um, at Transact Trade oh. or at TechScape, I'm cool. Because, yeah. you know, I, I said, okay, well, maybe it's not a good fit. Mm-hmm. Maybe you're not ready for this solution. Right. Um, because this solution will solve your problem. Mm-hmm. Um, I know and I believe that. Now, if, if I got rejected and I'm selling widgets um, <laughs> or, or, or something that's, that's really not needed. Right. And, and doesn't right. really solve. Okay. Um, a, a problem. Yeah. Then. Um, that rejection might might hurt a little bit because uh, I'm right. like, oh man, like, cause, cause now it's now it's really on me. Like, uh, why? Personal. Yeah. Now it's like, well, what 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 did I say wrong? Why aren't you buying my widget? Uh, um, you know, like like, like come right. on, this uh, widget right. is awesome. Even though right. it does nothing for you and costs a million dollars, just right. buy it from me because I'm because I'm awesome. Right. So, so I guess uh, to the, the best. Defense yeah. um, to rejection is to believe in whatever you're selling, whatever, whatever product and yes. service yeah. about it. That, that's that's the best defense for it. Yeah, that would agree. Absolutely,
0: absolutely. And now, so to kind of um, get your perspective on something that is now a very touchy subject within the society, like being an African American, being a man of color in the workplace, in sure. business. Help me, what is your take on that? Is it actually different? Is it like in our minds? You know, what is, what is, how do you see it? Mm. What's your perspective on mm-hmm. that? Wow, well, I guess this is a touchy subject. Yeah. Um, it's, uh, you know, I feel, I feel a couple
1: different ways about it. Um, I, there are some harsh realities in our world, mm-hmm. um, uh, especially uh, for, for people of color, um, specifically in, in technology. Um, uh, and I think I need a more specific question because that's, 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 that's a very broad,
0: okay. broad question. How so. about, let's put it this way, do you, is it in your mind as you're doing business every day um, while you were coming up, was this something that you were aware of, 100%. was it in your consciousness and Everybody. how did you deal with it? Uh, so I'm. I am definitely Is that better? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes, okay, thank you.
1: Um, yes I, I I definitely I'm definitely conscious of the fact that I'm African American every day of my life. Good. Um, and I'm, I'm definitely um, aware. of... I, I don't I don't necessarily think about that as much as I think about. Um, um, my, how i how i portray myself yes um uh how diligent i am mm-hmm. um how um focused i am and how i manage my perception the perception of me but more importantly um how i execute um what my tasks are day. yeah um i think um you know if you asked me when i was coming up i think it's different than different than it is now mm. um where um, a lot of my output mm. um, does have more value um, and can outshine um, what you see here. Sure, sure, sure. Um, I, I, do I think it still happens? Mm. Of course it still happens. Um, I work at um, at TechScape specifically. It is literally the most diverse company I've ever worked in my life. Um, it's, <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's Clap it up. <laughs> Clap it up for TechScape. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's just really incredible to look across you know, the floor and see a, a rainbow uh, yeah. of of people. <laughs> that's um, awesome. It,
2: United Nations of people. Yeah, it, it is a United Nations that's of people. That's
1: um, that's really really cool. Um, and but everything hasn't been like that. Um, and uh, TechScape has, but they've they've shown me um that not every corporate culture, mm-hmm. um, uh, specifically in technology, mm-hmm. um, it, it, it is makes me be um, I'm not just a number I'm actually a person Um, and they they look other they look outside they actually look at you uh, overall versus just at um, your stereotypical background right Um, but again that's that's, a short answer is yes
0: you were aware of this I'm
1: definitely aware of it every day
0: Yeah. yeah for someone who is just coming up for someone who's coming through the rounds you know um a guy who or girl who just graduated from an hbcu you know very well educated very well rounded what advice would you have for them entering the workforce as a a minority my my
1: advice is don't think about
0: it don't think think about it don't
1: don't think about it Um, because listen at the end of the day um but let let that be someone else's problem okay um you you know yeah, you, yeah. you know who you are yeah right? mm-hmm. uh be proud of your your background be proud of your ethnicity mm-hmm. but in the professional workplace that, that that's there there is no place for that yeah um so um if if you may, if you make it prevalent yeah oh man they're uh-huh. they're they're they're, uh-huh. they're gonna help you make it prevalent yeah. um so leave it alone um be about your business mm-hmm. um and just focus on the task at hand eyes in the prize um like i said well you. you asked me earlier, what are my motivators? Uh, my daughter is remembering what what my, what my I'm here to do, mm-hmm. what my objective is. Phenomenal. Um, so again, just, just don't think about it um, because it, it, the, the more attention you give it, the more attention they're gonna give it.
2: Sure. This really ties into company culture. Mm-hmm. So we were talking before, of course, and like you mentioned, your own company and the job that you work for, what do you believe makes a great company culture sure. and a proper company culture, in uh, your opinion?
1: structure transparency um and a good uh a, a really awesome deliverables
2: yeah how how should your employees or partners feel when they're walking into your place when they think about your company
1: they should feel welcome mm-hmm. um they should feel comfortable
0: mm-hmm.
1: um and they should really be in, they should feel motivated mm-hmm. to collaborate and accomplish a, a, a like-minded similar
2: goal this is (laughs) this is what success sounds like yeah okay because I mean (laughs) essentially we we both think the same thing um, Mm. mark and I because I mean this is a weakness that a huge amount of companies have that they don't respect really themselves enough to really respect their employees enough because essentially we're all partners that's what it's got to be employees are business partners that's it not just you know I don't even want not humans who are just there you know doing their job and punching in and punching out you know, maybe in the 50s or whatnot when it was just like, cool, you work for me, you know, greed is good kind of mentality of the 80s. But right now, the most successful people, entrepreneurs, they actually bring people up with them. Sure. And they provide a safe space, area, where people can come in there, hone their skills, and be able to grow with you. And that's, that's what it's about. So do that.
0: If you're not, you're doing it wrong. <laughs> Phenomenal. But all right. Man, Mark, Anthony. <laughs> I definitely want to thank you for coming out, sharing all the nuggets with us. Um, A big thing, how can people find you? What are the services that you provide? Who is your audience, and how can they get in touch with you?
1: Wow, so um, you can reach me at mark at uh, transacttrade.com. We'll
0: Um, put it down here.
1: uh, uh, mphillips at (laughs) Um, (laughs) techscape.com. You can go to... Uh, TransactTrade.com, the actual webpage. Mm-hmm. Um, you can go to com the actual webpage. Brilliant. Um, uh... I, I'm on LinkedIn. Mm-hmm. Um, Mark hyphen Anthony Phillips. Um,
2: the hyphen uh, is important. It, 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 is, it important. is really important. <laughs> yeah.
0: That has been another episode of Put in Work. Please um, show some show some support. Subscribe to our, our YouTube page. Subscribe to our social media. And also, please let us know in the comments how you feel about this. Was this helpful? If you would like us to bring on a specific guest, if you would like us to do um, a specific line of questioning or highlight something else, please let us know. But if that's all, over and out for now. Thank you so much. Thanks, guys.